You're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, August 22nd. I am your host, Donald Ware. And um, yeah, it is my birthday and I, you know, I'm working. I mean, I, I'm, I've been working all day and I'm going to work today because we said that each and every day or each and every or I should say Monday through Friday, beginning June the 19th, all the way to this Friday, we would bring you the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We would preview all 50 of the HBCU football playing institutions. Um, and we're going to do that regardless of, you know, no snow this time of year, but they say, you know, rain, snow, sleet, shine, whatever the case may be. We're going to bring you this HBCU Football Daily Podcast uh, on today. Um, we're going to take you back to Atlanta. Took you to Atlanta on yesterday as we had a chance to take a look at Clark, Clark Atlanta. And today, we're going to take a look at the Morehouse Maroon Tigers, who definitely had their struggles last year. And this is uh, uh, for Rich Freeman. It is his 10th season as the head football coach at Morehouse. And um, uh, I think, listen, I think if there's a team that, and, and I'm, I'm being serious because now this is a, a Morehouse team that only won three ball games last year. As a matter of fact, they won their first two games, lost seven in a row, and then uh, won their last football game of the season. I think this is going to be one of the better teams in the SWAC, uh, and more specifically in the Eastern Division. And the reason that I say that is because despite the bad record, the Maroon Tigers were a top 10 defense nationally. They gave up about 290 yards per game. They just had really a bad offense. Now, the question is, will that offense be better this year? Because even if you look at the 23.1 points per game that that uh, that that Morehouse as a whole gave up, they were only averaging 19.6 points per game um, as an offense. So what it tells me is that a lot of times the offense was putting the defense in bad position, so that 23.1 points per game, that number is skewed a little bit. That's why you go to the 290 yards per game that they gave up, and I think that's that's where you find um, the balance uh, and and really how good. I mean, I don't. I, I guess my point is, I don't even think the numbers really tell how good the defense is. And even when Moore's House had those pretty good teams going back to like 2009, 2008. 2010, one of those years, they, they hadn't won a an SIAC championship, but uh, one year, I, I can't remember if it was 2010, it was either 09 or 010, they got an at-large berth to the Division II National Playoffs. And in part, I mean, they had some pretty good teams. I mean, they had, you know, some, some pretty good offenses, but I think in part their defense has always been good. And it's going to be good this year. Most of the, uh, you know, a lot of the, the top, players come back from last year and it's got to begin with the linebacker David Smith who I think not in the SIAC but when you talk about HBCU football as a whole a bit underrated 111 tackles on last year 64 of those solo 27 and a half tackles for loss 27 and a half tackles for loss he also had seven and a half sacks on the season and also forced three fumbles. So when you talk about the defense, 
It's going to begin with that young man in David Smith. And fortunately for the Maroon Tigers, he is back uh, and going to be definitely key on defense for the 2017 season. Also, Voris Bryant returns, on, and the defensive line had four sacks, uh, six tackles for loss. So um, that's going to be a, 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 a guy that is going to have uh, an impact as well on the defensive side of the football. I mean, it's, it's a couple of guys, but, I mean, those guys um, really are the guys that are going to stand out on the defensive side of the football. And, again, I think that's where um, things are going to happen for off or for, for the Maroon Tigers. Now, if you look at them offensively, uh, Monquavius Johnson, it seemed like he had been with the program uh, for, for quite a few years. Um, he is no longer, uh, you know, he graduated. So uh, now they're going to turn their sights in. And, 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 you know, Monquavius, I mean, a couple of years ago was pretty good. He struggled his last couple of years for whatever reason. Um, so now the reins are, are in the hands of Kevon Taylor. And again, Kevon Taylor played in nine games last year, in part because Johnson struggled. Completed 46% of his passes, 539 yards you like the and, and that's not in a whole lot of games but you like the touchdown to interception ratio six to five he's got a a couple of uh returning receivers his two returning receivers are a return in uh, Richie Knuckles and Ryan Edwards so um I think <clears throat> excuse me at least uh that's going to bring a little bit of hope um for the Maroon Tigers from an offensive perspective, and they weren't very good at all. Um, they're going to have to be better running the football. I mean, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, averaging 74 yards rushing per game is just not going to get it done. And again, the, the offense didn't do much of anything. I mean, nine rushing touchdowns, but four of those were from your quarterback, uh, Johnson, who has some escapability. He can elude. He can run the football a little bit. So outside of quarterbacks, um, and really, I said Johnson, but when you throw Taylor into the mix, that's six quarterbacks who scored touchdowns last year out of the nine touchdowns that Morehouse had as a whole. So, you know, it's no question about it that this defense for Morehouse is definitely going to have to be revamped. Or, excuse me, the offense is going to have to be revamped. They're going to have to... Um, you know, hopefully Taylor's going to be the guy. Again, a couple of experienced receivers. But, man, you got to get some kind of semblance of a running game um, if you're the Maroon Tigers. And, you know, their defense is going to be very good. So they opened the season on the road at Arkansas Pine Bluff, who out of the swag, boy, Arkansas Pine Bluff has struggled the last couple of years. I, you know, I do, you know when you, when, you, when you talk about playing games, uh, between divisions, so in this case, Arkansas Pond Bluff, SWAC, FCS, you have Morehouse, who's SIAC Division Two. A lot of times it comes down to depth, but I'm not going to sleep on, again, I think Mar the Maroon Tigers is going to be a bit of a surprise this year, and if, they're all, if, they're def if they have any semblance of an offense, their defense is going to be pretty solid, I'm not putting it past that they're going to go into Pine Bluff and surprise um, the the Golden Lions. I, I don't know that that's going to happen, but what I'm saying is, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Um, 
a tough schedule in in the fact that the first or three of the first four games are on the road for the Maroon Tigers, and then really um, five of the first seven. So that that's very tough with only four home games um, this year, and the season-ending game um, against Clark Atlanta is always a big-time affair in Atlanta. So that's a look at the Maroon Tigers for today. Tuesday, August the 22nd, on tomorrow, we're going to take a look at Kentucky State, uh, who played in the SIAC championship game, but uh, lost, of course, to Fort Valley State. For more information on our podcasts, visit us online at BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. Don't forget, on the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row, which can be heard on a radio station near you, you can find a radio affiliate that carries the show by logging into our website at BoxToRow.com. The countdown to kickoff continues as we're going to preview um, the upcoming MIAC and SWAC seasons. And uh, don't forget, when on Twitter, use hashtag HBCU125. And um, again, uh, Kentucky State is up tomorrow, and I'll talk with you then. Top down, screaming out, money ain't a thing. Bubble hard in the double law, flashing the rings with the window crack. Holla back, money ain't a thing. Jigga, I don't like it if it don't gleam, gleam in the hell with the price, but the money ain't a thing. Put it down hard for my dogs that's locked in the bang. When you hit the bricks, new whips, money ain't a thing. Come on. Yeah, I want to floss with us. Come on. All across the board, we burn it up.